Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Bucks, your daily Milwaukee Bucks podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Bucks, brought to you by BrewHoop.com and also brought to you by BetDSI.com today. They've been in the business for over 20 years, and if you go to BetDSI.com, they have a great basketball special in place. You can sign up today and get $10 free to try their service. Also, they have a, a promo code for you. That is Bucks10, B-U-C-K-S-10. You can get your free wager and start winning there today. Um, I'm Eric Name. Joining me, as always, is Frank Madden. Frank, how are you doing today? I, I know last night was rough. You, you wanted... <laughs> what do you call it a clean slate um something of that nature i don't, are, are I don't you... think i use that term but i i needed a, a cool down period yeah and today i got it and uh feeling better i saw something on twitter today about how Giannis has the highest box score plus minus of any player in nba history under the age of 22 so that's uh pretty exciting actually you know under 23 i think the stat was um so that's pretty cool i think he's Sixth or seventh in the latest version. Sixth in the latest version. Or no, sorry, that was in defensive RPM. He's sixth in the NBA in defensive RPM. Uh, he is ninth in overall RPM plus 5.33. Basically, he's split evenly between offense and defense. And I think he's one of like three guys who are plus two on both ends. Um, that means he's good. I was going to say, so here's the thing, Frank. I'm not 100% sure about all these numbers. I don't know the formulas. But you seem to be using a lot of science. You seem seem to be using a lot of numbers that were uh, high up in the rankings. And I'm going to infer that that's a good thing. It is. It is. When when you're among the best players in the league and you're historically doing things that people haven't done that we call that a good thing. So um, so I've I've drawn my my. Uh, annoyance, really annoyance more than sorrow. Uh, sorrow, that's very Canadian. Sorrow. I feel like more than wheels up Ontario. Pardon. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not a hen. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we're just like throwing out random. Uh, the. I like like two percent of our listeners will oh, have gotten. I don't that even know if it's two percent. I don't even uh, know if it's that much. Yeah. Uh, Wheels Ontario, it's a sketch on uh, Nick Kroll's Kroll show, which ran for a couple of years on Comedy Central. Great show. Eric and I independently came to love it. And Wheels Ontario is about a school uh, for kids, I guess disabled kids, like all the kids are in wheelchairs except one. And he's an outcast for, for not being in a wheelchair or something. But it's it's like a... Degrassi, which I've never seen, but I think it's sort of making fun of Degrassi. Yes, I believe it is. Uh, and that's yeah. the show that Drake was got famous on. And yes. we are now, I think, five derivations down from our yes. original point. Okay, so. okay. but uh, Milwaukee Bucks are a basketball team in, <laughs> in the NBA. 
Uh, let's pull it back. Uh, Giannis is awesome. So that continues to be confirmed. He had his birthday today. Happy birthday, Giannis. Big number 22. I'm almost kind of sad that now, I mean, before you know it, he's going to be able to like legally rent automobiles without paying a penalty you know a few years from now when he's 25 and uh and then he'll just be a regular superstar he won't be like a young up-and-coming star but uh geez kevin o'connor was talking about him in the latest ringer podcast i heard uh like the last two or two of the last three ringer podcasts simmons was talking about him mm-hmm. um windhorst had his i haven't read it yet windhorst had his his column come out um i guess can we say who was well, we know KG was at the the KG was coming in for his birthday. That's big. Um, that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, See, and, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can say the other person that's in. Okay, so because, more more national media people are coming yes. through Milwaukee today. So it's just like everybody's uh, everybody's getting a piece right now of the yes. uh, the Giannis storyline, and hopefully he continues to put up uh, these awesome numbers, and hopefully the Bucks continue to play well. They've got the uh, Portland Trailblazers coming up on Wednesday. Uh, a team, actually, I, I mean, we're not going to do a full blown preview because we want to spend most of our time doing Twitter questions. But the Blazers are a team. I'm kind of. I mean, I have no ill will against the Blazers, uh, but oh, I'm interested kind of, where this is going. I I'm kind of enjoying them not being, not like making that that leap because last year I kind of felt like there were um, shades of 2013 or 2014 15 bucks. In the Blazers, like everybody thought they were going to be bad, and then they were surprisingly good and better than the Bucks were two years ago. And then there was just sort of this assumption that they would just automatically improve this year. It's like, oh well, they're going to win fifty games because they won forty whatever last mm-hmm. year, and they're not old, so they have to always get better. But really, <laughs> uh, unfortunately for the Bucks last year and and the Blazers this year. Uh, stuff is not always just sort of linear. You just always get better, better, better. Because if that was the case, then um, you know every team would go eighty-two and zero eventually, and and whatever. But the NBA is a zero-sum game, so there can only be uh, you know however many forty-one wins uh, on average for teams. And and the Blazers are twelve and ten, so they've been you know fine. Uh, they're five and six on the road, uh, but they do have a negative point differential, and uh, a big piece of it, Evan Turner. I've I've always disliked Evan Turner. Okay, I've I've never been an Evan Turner fan. Ooh, Eric, I I had an Evan Turner hot take. I was I was an Evan Turner guy over a John Wall guy. And good God, what a terrible terrible wow. draft opinion! Wow, that's that's a cold ass take, is what that is. As cold um, as it gets. Yeah, but you cold know you gotta own it. Uh, you gotta own it. You gotta yeah, you do. Um, yeah, I thought I that that giving him that amount of giving anybody giving him that amount of money <laughs> baffled me. Yeah. Um, and then that team giving him that amount of money just even more baffled me. And he's, I think, you know, he's, I think he's got like the worst net rate, net differential overall this season or something like that. He's like a minus 160 or something like that. And just, you know, massively disappoint. Well, I mean, he just is what he is and, and that's just a terrible fit. Um, so, uh, yeah. So Evan Turner, um, he'll probably hit like five threes tomorrow or something like that. But sure. Um, but course. yeah, I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm curious uh, how that game will turn out. Um, actually, I mean, we have BetDSI as our sponsor today, so I was on the BetDSI. I was on the BetDSI website. Um, we might we might as well do the live read right now because I want to. We're we're talking about the Blazers game. Can you guess what the line is on that game tomorrow? Hmm. Bucks at home. Ooh. 
Give me the Bucks plus one and a half. No, sorry. You're, you're so you're saying the Bucks are underdogs because they're plus. Yes. Or you're saying the Bucks yes. buy. No, they're okay. underdogs. Uh, you're. It's the opposite. The Bucks are minus two. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. They're listed as sixty-four percent likely to win. So. Ooh, wow, but I guess it, it does make sense when you when you look at the Blazers' defensive rating. It's last in the league. Um, the Bucks. How is it that bad? Yeah, that's that is what Basketball Reference will tell you. Um, uh, maybe the NBA dot com one would be different, but uh, whatever. Terrible either way. Correct, they're bad. So the Bucks are going to score a lot of points. Um, so if you're looking at lines, obviously there's a, a ton of lines on BetDSI. Maybe look at the over because there could be a whole bunch of points scored in that one. I'd I'd assume the over is probably pretty high, but I could still guess see- what the over is. Uh, let's go with 225. 218. Oh, okay. Maybe that is an over you'd want to take then. Eric um, Name is pounding that over. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at BetDSI.com, they've been in the business for over 20 years. They're top-rated business, a top-rated site. Uh, they are offering 100% bonus on your first deposit. They have great customer service and fast and easy payment of your winnings. And like I said, there's a whole mess of lines there. So if you really want to get into NBA gambling, um, if you really want to get into football gambling, uh, hockey gambling, really whatever you want to get into, whatever sport you're into. There's apparently martial arts on here as well. Get into it. That's what you can do with BetDSI. And I believe they even do live in-game wagering. So if at the half something's going crazy maybe you you pounded the over like like i suggested and it's not going so well and you want to try to hedge that bet you could do that at halftime um so you can do all that at betdsi.com again go to betdsi.com right now and use our promo code that's bucks b-u-c-k-s 10 and you'll get a free wager and you can start winning today so go ahead and do that but with that being said i don't think i really have any other hot takes on the blazers um terry stott's back in town it's remains fascinating to me how much he has developed as an nba coach um after struggling in atlanta and in milwaukee to running some really cool interesting stuff offensively in portland and last year being pretty solid defensively we'll see if he can make the adjustment this year and be better there but um he fascinates me uh the 30th best defense in the league taking on the bucks fascinates me as well um <laughs> if, we're, if we're thinking about uh i don't even know what i don't think we ever decide on, like a five by five td whatever we want to call it for a five by five and a triple double uh for Giannis, maybe. Maybe Giannis, a Giannis. yeah a, a Giannis, somebody sure. said just call it a Giannis. that's so, that's whoever said fair. that 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 makes sense although um, he has to get one first but, this is yeah. true uh but it, it could be one of the night one of those nights where we see that but let's get into this twitter mailbag um i mentioned it last night we haven't done one of these in a while and i want to do one right now um so frank team me up all right uh let's start with this one i I, apparently this there there was a whole back and forth about this on on twitter um and i i don't know what the background of who was talking about this on the radio is um but i have a very strong slash quick opinion of this i think you do too um but our friend paul henning writes why are there members of local sports media that think middleton now needs to be moved because of Giannis's great play I think that is. I don't even. I don't even know what my. I mean, 
stupid to stupid cat i don't know what give me your give me your opinion on that um i was gonna say we got another question as well from benjamin that's at b hayes 22 um he also said would Giannis and jabari be as successful if middleton was dominating the ball and it's frustrating frank it's really frustrating to hear something like that because i don't know what it is i guess maybe bucks fans can't have nice things but Throughout this season, it seems like there's been this idea bubbling under the surface that last year Giannis wasn't as good as he could be because Chris Middleton was selfish in some way. Chris Middleton was a ball hog. Chris Middleton was taking his shots. I'm struggling to have words for it because it just seems so silly to me. And, And then even further than that, uh, I I've had people in my mentions say, "Oh, with Tony Snell playing well, should the Bucks trade Chris Middleton? Maybe Snell's a better fit, and Middleton would be needing the ball too much." And <laughs> great reaction, but Tony <sighs> Snell shoots under thirty percent from three. He's currently shooting twenty eight percent from three. Chris Middleton does not do that. Chris Middleton is a good three point shooter. And and he does other things. He does like a many other things. And Tony <laughs> Snell basically is a solid defender, and only he hits threes. And Chris Middleton can do like a million things on offense. For Middleton's career, he's a forty percent three point shooter. He's crazy talented. And you know what? Your team does not get better by trading someone away. So if you've ever started a phrase to me that said, "Okay, well, I know Chris Middleton's a better player." But could the Bucks get better by trading Chris Middleton? If you've asked any variation of that question, no. <laughs> the answer is <laughs> no. Your team is not going to be better by getting less talented. And, and sometimes I, I understand, sometimes maybe personalities don't work just right. Maybe there's overlapping skills. But that's not Chris Middleton in Giannis. That's not Chris Middleton in Jabari. Chris Middleton fits everywhere. He plays three. He plays great defense. He he can shoot the three. He can play in a larger role. He can play in a smaller role. He is malleable. So stop, stop talking about the Bucks trading him away. Stop talking about him getting in the way of Giannis. It, it uh, it's frustrating. Do you have some thoughts on it? I feel like I just went for a while, but I think you, you know, could go I, too. I, it it kind of it made me think of. Um, I mean, I generally like Bill Simmons. Um, I like the ringer. You know, I like a lot of the people involved with that stuff. But Simmons had a, a like a, one or two weeks into the season. He, he had some podcasts where he was talking about like, oh, Clay Thompson doesn't fit. Oh, he, he doesn't look happy. He's, oh, he's, he's not shooting well. Like as though Clay Thompson, you know, can't play with with Durant. <laughs> right. Like there just isn't enough like there. I mean, if you look at the Warriors, the only way you can have four I mean, I don't know if I don't know if I wouldn't call Clay a superstar, but the only way you can have four guys who are like as good as that group of guys are is if two of them are not ball dominant guys, right? And it's hard to find guys who are as good as Clay and Kudamond who don't need the ball, right? Like, you know, maybe you can argue there there's some defensive centers out there who don't need the ball, um, and and otherwise though. Uh, it's really hard. I mean, Clay, what? What was the stat? I mean, the dude scored 60 last night. I mean, now it's like ridiculous. I I mean, Clay is the ultimate guy who can just 
stand in the corner or come off screens, doesn't need to be dribbling and getting into pick and rolls. Like, I mean, he's and he's just super get duper shots. talented. He could do that. He's, like, he's super like, duper. Yeah. Like, why like can't he do, do that? that? So, so I mean, okay, Chris Middleton doesn't have to be Clay Thompson, but I think there's a similar argument here. If you want to have talented players in the starting lineup, right? And if you if your ambition is to win, you know, 44 games for the rest of Giannis's career, then by all means, surround him with Tony Snell and John Henson and Matthew Dellavedova. Um, and, you know, who knows? We'll see what Jabari, how good Jabari becomes as well. But but, you know, by all means, just sort of like put guys around him who uh, can't do much. Right. Or, or are very limited role players. Yeah. But at some point, I mean, you have to put good players around him. And Chris Middleton is a phenomenal shooter. Spot up. He can take some pressure off as a secondary ball handler. I mean, Giannis is not going to suddenly like not score because Chris Middleton is around. <laughs> and look, I I get I get that people thought maybe, especially you know, there were lineups last year, especially starting lineups where the Bucks didn't have much shooting, and Chris Middleton was initiating a lot of offense. And I I agree, like in in the premise of putting your best shooter on the ball and surrounding him with guys who don't shoot, I agree that that's not ideal from a from a you know an offensive concept perspective but you don't have to do that um chris middleton can play more off ball and after the all-star break all three guys scored 19 points a game right and that was with i think Giannis and jabari not being as good as they are right now so um so i i I mean i just don't i don't i don't get that i mean if you're going to say where is the biggest hole in the Bucks lineup at this very moment, it is the fact that they have Jason Terry playing like 15 to 20 minutes of shooting guard every night. Yep. If you if you take Chris Middleton and and the other question too, I don't know I don't know if Chris Middleton's going to be 99% of what he was before the injury, 100%, 102%, maybe he gets better at some things. Um but just physically, I don't know if he's going to be 100% of what he was, you know? Yeah, like definitely. Tearing your hamstring completely like I don't know. I, we have not seen many guys in the NBA. I, I don't know if anybody can really name guys off, off their top of their head in the NBA who have sustained this exact injury. Um, so it's scary. Um, so we don't know exactly what he's going to be. I, I really don't hope he comes back this year because I just would not want to take any chances whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chris Middleton, you know, unless you're saying trade him because he's not going to come back and be as good a player and, you know, cash out on him or something like that, like, I mean, I wouldn't do that. But no, <laughs> also, that, you can't cash out on a guy that had his hamstring ripped hamstring clean from yeah. the bone. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> that as well. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it just seems silly. Like, what are you going to? Tr- what do you want to trade him for? You don't want. I mean, like, what was people that Brook Lopez? Were they talking about Brook Lopez or uh, Robin Lopez? I don't, I don't even. know. I mean, Brook Lopez would be the dumbest guy. Be- I mean, just stop. Um, anyway. Uh, it, yeah. Also, needs to be back. What's that? One more. the The thing everyone in the league wants are three and D wings. They desperately want them. Everyone in the league could not have enough three and D wings. And you're asking the Bucks to trade away one of the best three and D wings in the league. Come on. Right. I mean, and for what? Right. I mean, that's the thing. And and I think people in general, and I get it, right? Because we want Giannis to be amazing and a superstar, and we. You know, people are now protective of his usage and, you know, heaven forbid he averaged 21 points a game rather than 23 or something like that. But, I mean, look, the, do you do you want to be a pretty good team or do you want to be the best team possible and you need better players and you need guys that fit and Middleton can fit? Talent um, wins, period. Give me another question, Frank. Um, 
would you trade Jabari? This is from Alex Weiner. I always ask. I always say that Alex asks questions, but Alex, I think his his handle is Alex Ween, so I assume it's Alex Weiner. Um, Alex asks, would you trade Jabari straight up today for Wiggins or Embiid? Part two: When will Thon start getting meaningful minutes? And tacking on to that part two, uh, Gabriel Moreno asks, why is Thon not sent to the D League when he can get in game action? If he where, where he can get in game action if he never gets any action besides blowouts. Um, Let's do the Jabari thing first. Oh, I wanted to go the opposite way, but that's fine. Oh, do, do that. That's fine. Okay. Um, so with Thon, I, I think we saw something similar in Giannis's rookie year. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think who I had this conversation with. I don't know. I, yeah, but he played more in his rookie. I mean, Giannis yeah, didn't no, play a ton, but he was playing like semi pretty consistently. Well, I mean, he was starting by December, like mid-December. Yeah, but there was injuries, and they were a god-awful team. Uh, so I think there are some different circumstances with with Thon in this team um obviously there's a huge uh, a huge roadblock at center right now uh it's they don't have enough room for the three centers that they've played handsomely let alone Thon um and also I don't know how I don't know how useful NBA minutes would be for Thon right now, and I don't know how useful D-League minutes would be for Thon right now. Like, I understand you always want to see guys play and get more experience, and he has limited high-level basketball experience, so that would be something that's good for him. But I do wonder how ready he is for any of that, and and I think that's probably the same question the Bucks are asking. And I also think... Wait, so wait, he's not ready for D-League minutes? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, well, I think we have a bigger problem then if Thon's not ready for D-League minutes. But, like, but like, finish I, your thought. But I, so, so the D-League is not the – it is always improving, but when you don't have your own affiliate and you're just going to have him sent to Westchester or Canton or wherever and he's playing some other system, he's playing for coaches that he doesn't know – I, I think there could be there's some there's some stranger danger. Yes, I think there would be some apprehension to having Thon play those minutes. So I, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say that he's not ready for D League minutes, but I don't know if he's ready for not productive, not useful, not meaningful D League minutes. Like, like if he's well, just, if a, he's just go, a, like I don't know if he's mature a, enough as a player, as a person to just be made a mercenary for some team and just go out there and play. Like, I don't think that's necessarily helpful for him. And I think the bucks would, would certainly value having Thon around their own coaching staff. And, and I think again, I don't have any, I don't have any insight onto in their, in their actual thinking. But to me, it just seems logical that they would value the time he would have with the guys on this roster with their coaching staff much more than the, than they would value him going to play for some team. Yeah, and that's it. It's I mean, this is the case. Like the only time the Bucks send people to deal at the D League is if they are basically giving up on them, a la Joe Alexander, uh, a la Darrington Hobson, um, maybe Rashad Vaughn, I think was some of that last year, mm-hmm. Damian Inglis. I mean, if you get sent to the D League, that's basically like the Bucks organization looking at you and saying, wow, <laughs> yeah, you, we, we are not pleased. Um, historically, at least that's been the case. I mean, you can go back to like, Oh eight. Oh, I think like Ilyasov was there in like Oh five, Oh six, but basically during the uh, John Hammond era, there has not been 
going to the D League has not been an endorsement of what they think of you. And they, yes, they much rather have guys um, being in the system, being around the team, um, and working out with you know again the development guys that that the Bucks have. But I think I think I would say this. I think it would be interesting, um, you know, if you had like three or four off days or something like that, or maybe not even off days, but I mean, to be honest, maybe even like a quick like road swing or something like that, mm-hmm. where Thon wasn't going to play and there wasn't going to be practice. To be honest, maybe games are better to miss than practices at this yeah. point. Um, and you thought that you could like shuttle him down. Uh, I mean, the, the Bucks did that, that, done that a little bit with with Vaughn. Yep. Um, I think that makes a lot more sense than just. I mean, I think marooning him some um, you know foreign foreign place for it, a it month is is that not good yeah i don't i don't think that is necessarily that valuable but i think if you can like throw him down and just get him you know 15 20 minutes somewhere um i think that could could be of some use at some point here uh unless you know again they find some minutes but uh, you know we'll see again the bucks other than that middleton injury which you know the whole roster is sort of at this point we're assuming we're not going to see middleton this year um they haven't had any injuries so there really yeah. hasn't been any stress on the roster and i think if you saw an injury to um it would be interesting, you know. The problem is, I mean, Plumlee's not playing either, right? So they could realistically lose a center, and there still would be no minutes for <laughs> Thon, especially because now they can go small as well. Or Kid has realized they can go small. By the way, I always think it's funny. Sometimes, like people, I think it's more the team people that don't follow Bucks will be like, "Oh, Jason Kidd, he loves using those crazy lineups. He's going small." It's like. <laughs> Is that really like, is Jason Kidd really being like, I don't think Jason Kidd's being very revolutionary. Like, he's a guy who generally always plays one center in every lineup. And yeah. so I think he's been shockingly, I think that maybe started in Brooklyn when he lost Lopez. But um, just as a quick aside, I, I don't think he's as weird as, or, or as, you know, innovative around lineup usage as, as a lot of people, or, you know, seem to sometimes sort of make him out to be. But anyway, whatever. Um, so, okay, second part. So, would yeah. you trade Jabari straight up today for Wiggins or Embiid? Um, I love the process. I adore the process. I don't know if I would love the process. Is huge usage in Milwaukee <laughs> right now. Um, uh, I, I he's fantastic. He's super entertaining. I just have questions about what his role on an actual basketball team is. Um, but damn, he's been good. So I, w- I would certainly think about it with Embiid and Wiggins, man, I've always wished he was a better defender. <laughs> I don't I, understand how he's so bad. Like I could not believe it. Towns is first off the, the wolves are 18 points per 100 better defensively, or at least as of a couple days ago with towns on the bench it's crazy. and he was last among all centers in defensive rpm mm-hmm. and wiggins was last among small forwards until i just saw it updated and now he's like you know close to last in defensive rpm i don't understand how i mean it's so fun i mean I, I i think we were i was more bearish not bearish but i didn't understand what the obsession was with crowning the wolves just because they got thibodeau and mm-hmm. obviously have they have good young players like it was like they're gonna go to 40 some wins it's like why what? Yeah, like that that to me of, you know, uh, of of all the things I thought preseason, like I'll pat myself on the back for that one maybe the most cuz I mean, I think they could still come around, but it's just like people got so caught up in that narrative. I think if both of us had friends in Vegas, we would have pounded that under. Uh, <laughs> to... Well, we have betdsi.com. 
Correct, uh, which makes it much easier. But before the season, before our bet DSI days, uh, yeah. I, I think that would have been something we we would have really uh, pounded. But uh, Wiggins is Wiggins is interesting too. I, I think with all three of those guys, they're I think all three are doing interesting things, but all three still have major question marks. So it's just a matter of which question marks you're trading for, if that makes sense. Would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I mean, Embiid's really just a health. I mean, I was going to throw the, uh, you know, your Middleton line of reasoning about you You have to, you need talent. Um, yeah, at that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, and, and here's the thing. I mean, his obviously the injury risk with him is not over. He's still an enormous human being <laughs> who has yes. played frighteningly little basketball and has some has had some, you know, major injuries, but he's also ridiculously productive and talented so i i think i would roll the dice in Embiid. i mean he was the guy i i liked the most in that draft before uh before the injury uh, and also the draft and also so, fit wise Embiid would probably be the best of yeah i mean he right he would i mean if you had Giannis and Embiid, i mean that's just ridiculous from a <laughs> from like a size yeah. and and at least Giannis at first tilly standpoint and the fact that Embiid is like a crazy good spot of three-point shooter yep. um is also you know very useful when you're i'm in on the process okay I'm okay in on so we're in on the process we'll roll the dice i mean i don't that's the thing too i don't blame the bucks for for picking jabari i mean i totally get with the, the injury concerns that you know it was really hard to pick Embiid there i mean ironically jabari misses basically his first year as well but you know you just can't predict those things um Wig uh coming into the year, I would have said yes. I'd probably still say yes, although I feel yeah. like Wiggins is kind of a sneaky, um, like, soul-killing player to watch. Um, like you said, yeah. he's he's a ball hog. Um, he's, I mean, he's he's pretty good, right? I mean, yeah. he scores a lot, but it's he, it's amazing he doesn't do much else. Um, he's you know, much, much less of a passer than even Jabari is, I would say, especially yeah. sort of, you know, um, the Jabari we've seen over the last few weeks. So I don't know. I mean, I think, I think just on defensive upside, just cause he clearly has so much more from a tools kit standpoint than, than Jabari, I might go with Wiggins, but I also, I don't I mean, I don't know his person. He's such a blank slate personality wise. Like I can't even like picture him like saying words. Um, I don't really know what he's like as a person. I think Embiid's Seems kind of cool. Ironically, Embiid and Parker, I think, are kind of buddies. I know they have the same agent. I know Jabari was. There were pictures of him in in the hospital when Embiid was getting surgery the first time. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. I think you can certainly make an argument for trading for Wiggins or yeah, Embiid yeah, for, sure. for like for Jabari. I, I think I, I'd be okay with either. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go to another. One. This is a really easy one. Who would win in a game of one on one between Eric and Frank? You would utterly destroy me because you're bigger than me and you actually like have played high level basketball um and i haven't really played since like all my i played a lot of pickup in college but uh, i mean please you were i mean you like actually played some college basketball did you not like how the hell am i I going to compete with that yeah and even if you were bad at basketball you're like (laughs) taller and stronger than me so you could just like truck me so um so yes, is... and and my added lbs since my playing days would really <laughs> just let me be a tank. Uh, so uh, I'd be really wait. Happy what, with... t- tell us what was your game like? Because I'm sure people are, are curious here. This is from the, this was from Dan Schaefer, our friend, uh, asking about this because he probably he knows the answer. He's just teeing you up to make you look good. <laughs> I I don't know if I I like that. Um, I was a point guard. 
Um, so in high school, it was nice. I was like six, two, and that was uh, a pretty good size for a point guard. Um, when I moved to college and started playing division two basketball, like that wasn't a big deal. Um, bench guard, I came off the bench as a point guard, uh, tried to head some energy units. Uh, so me trying to pressure guys 94 feet was kind of my role that uh annoying point guard that you didn't really want to see because he's just a pain in the ass and he knows that he probably has a couple fouls to give um so So you were basically a deli type player sure yeah i don't i don't think that's that's i'm probably okay with that um i'm a streaky shooter as well so that's kind of deli-ish what's your form like do you have like decent form or are you kind of weird looking like deli shot um i don't know if i'm deli weird i follow through uh so let's see i follow through with my thumb on my left hand so i'm right-handed um so since i follow through with my thumb on my left hand um it's just a habit i was never able to kick i have a little bit of side spin on my ball uh so that's probably why i'm a bit of a streaky shooter uh so there, there's there's some deli elements to my game. Um, I would never say I have the grit that deli <laughs> has, but I mean I certainly would try to think of that. Uh, I had a flair for uh, <laughs> fancy, sometimes terrible passes. Um, that was that was definitely something I enjoyed. And yeah, I think that's about summing me up. Obviously, I was like I'm a white point guard too, so I, like I'm too slow to actually cover people. So that's why I had to try to be physical and use fouls and You're just diving deli. into people's knees and stuff well, like that. Well, n- don't no, I wasn't doing that. Well, okay, I probably was doing that. All right, uh, enough about you. Uh, Dan also asked that made me best- really uncomfortable. By the way, I didn't enjoy. Yeah, that. Dan. Dan also asked, "What's the best kind of sandwich?" Um, I'll say as far as like sandwich sandwich, like not burgers or like warm, not like warm things. Um, I'll say uh, Turkey Club. Yes, 100%. You're dead really? out. Okay. I loved nice. I'd So it, I'm thinking colder sandwiches. Uh, turkey is just, I mean, dependable. That that's that's really what I'm about. I'm not trying and to bacon. Ta- I, I'm not trying to take any chances. Got the turkey there. Throw some bacon on it. You got a great sandwich. All right, Eric, we're going let, to let's let's pump the brakes. We have a million questions and we always take a million minutes to answer <laughs> every one of them. Um, so let's cut this mailbag short. We've got a number of more questions. Thanks to everybody who submitted uh, and we'll get to those on Friday, right? Yeah, it should be. It should be Friday. Uh, we're kind of planning that out. So uh, Thursday, tomorrow, we'll have your recap of the Blazers game, and we'll focus on that. But then Friday, we'll get back into the mailbag um, and then get you ready for the Hawks game. So so that should be very exciting. And as I talk about the Blazers and the Hawks and all the different things, I'm reminded of BetDSI.com. And you can head to BetDSI.com to bet on the Bucks game on tonight or tomorrow or however we're supposed to do that but it'll be Wednesday or you could wait until Friday against the Hawks or you could do it in game uh, you can do all sorts of stuff at betdsi.com and our promo code there is Bucks10 B-U-C-K-S 10 uh, again Bucks10 and that'll get you a free wager and you can start winning today so thanks for for coming along with us and we're sorry that we asked for a mailbag questions and then take forever to answer them um but that's okay we have all week to do it so we'll hit that up later thanks for joining us for frank madden i've been eric name we'll talk to you later
Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17